Welcome to the Long Run Podcast. And no, this podcast is not about running, but this is the podcast about running the race of life. We're here to help you pursue Christ while navigating life so you can make life count in the long run of eternity. And guiding the conversation today is your favorite 22-year-old podcast host, Weston Downing, here to ask the hard questions we all have but aren't talking about. With that being said, here's another episode of the Long Run Podcast. What did you do for New Year's? Uh, You know, just lived with the married life. Oh, did y'all go over to somebody's house? Yeah, we did married people things. Married pe- we uh, would <laughs> we, got together, we got together with some of our friends over at their house. Mm. We did. Uh, we called it f- fillet, creme brulee, something else that rhymed with that. Well, it really gets boring. Party. It really gets boring yeah. when you get married. Yeah, but the food's good. Well, that's all that really matters. That's like the highlight. You eat the food. What's the what's Jim say on the office? You show up, get a picture with somebody, have a memorable talking point, and then you get out. Right, you get out. <laughs> you know, you very uh-huh. much remind me of a Jim. Yeah, we're kind of kindred spirits. I could see that. He's way funnier and wittier than I am. But you definitely like the Jim version and not the Jack Ryan version, who's mm-hmm. like really jacked and everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you even watch the office? <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Well, Robbie, it's good to have you back on the Long Run Podcast. Here for it. Uh, yeah, you're here for it. Yeah, good to have you back on the Long Run Podcast. When was the last time you were on here? Dude, it's been a minute. I think we kicked off the season. No. Whenever that, that was. It was, that episode, was like, you were like episode two. You were oh, second oh, in line yeah. behind Cliff. Okay, I was the second one on Cliff, the season. Cliff came before you. You haven't met Cliff. We'll have to, nope. we'll have to do that. You will, you will understand why hey, I'm so messed up. Cliff, I would love to meet you at some point. <laughs> he doesn't listen to these. <laughs> he only <laughs> listens to the ones he's owned. And <laughs> so, yeah. You will never hear this. New Year's. Robbie, do you typically do the New Year's resolutions? Resolutions. Res- uh, resolutions. Shun, shun, man, shun. I would say yes and no. So, when I think of New Year's resolutions, resolutions, I typically think of like, you know, the guy that's like, all right, I'm going to work out every day this year. And then they go to the gym for like three days and there's like a million people there. And, and then you get to like January 4th. And I think there's some stat about, you know, how 90% of new year's resolutions are broken by January 4th or something like that. You know, that's why I don't go to the gym at the beginning of the year because I'm like, you know, there's so many people there. And I'll just come in later and work out. So that's my strategy. So if mm. anybody wants to adopt that, you can steal that. You can, you can borrow that. Do you go to the gym the rest of the year? You know, that's another podcast episode. So anyways, yeah, these New Year's resolutions, people, yeah, they just they set out all these things they're going to do, and they don't do them. Can you, can you believe that people do that? <laughs> right. That I sounds know. like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I, th- I mean, that's I would say – that's kind of the stereotypical i think they get a bad rap but so i don't really call them new year's resolutions but i do like to make just personal goals for myself every year um and i've just been doing that for a while and it's something that i think is like been just super good for my life and i think i've seen a lot of personal growth in large part i think because i make the goals i don't always live up to them obviously but i think even the process of making goals is a good thing to do gotcha so You've just like totally changed the word. You're like, you know, New Year's resolutions, it has this bad stereotype to it that you don't follow through. So we're going to change it to goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're such an innovator, man. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so goals. Oh, what is a goal? Because like I think of people, they say, well, I'm going to hit the gym 
every day of the year, that's my New Year's resolution or whatever. So, like, moving to goals, some people will be like, well, you know, I want to go to the gym more. I want to read the Bible more. I'm going to memorize a lot of Scripture. Like, are those goals, like, just kind of throwing out stuff you want to do? Like, what really makes a goal, though, Mm -hmm. Mr. Robbie? Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm, you know— can be authoritatively say exactly what a goal is, but I'll tell you what I think they are. I you mean, definitely I definitely think it's, don't have the corner on the market yeah, of self development here. Definitely not, <laughs> not a guru by any means. Um, but I mean, I just try to think, so I'll just tell you how I do it. And I think about what kind of person am I trying to become? And I kind of set that out. That's like where I start. And then I just try to reverse engineer that process. So I try to think, where do I want to end up? And then how am I going to get there? And then what are some like incremental steps that I can take to move towards that, I guess? So a goal for me is like, what's a measurable, uh, some, you know, whatever the time period is. Generally, I'll think of like a year. But I'll think, what's a measurable step forward that I can do uh, in order to become the kind of person that I think God wants me to become? That's kind of how I think about it. And I think that's the key word there, measurable. Because if you just throw out and you want to do more of something, you have no way to measure it, really. I want to memorize a lot of scripture, go Mm -hmm. to the gym more. It's like, okay, well, what's that look like, you know, in a month and even more in a week and even more, like, tomorrow? Mm Mm-hmm. How are you gonna yeah. It? And I mean, you know, you think about those things like you, okay, let's take scripture memory for instance. It's like, so hopefully, you know, you and I are the kind of men that want to like know our Bibles well, love the word of God, like be able to communicate God's word, know God's word, love God's word. So that might be the thing that we want to become. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, part of that's like, okay, I want to memorize more scripture. We know that's important, but the goal, so the goal would be, okay, this year, I'm going to try to memorize, you know, three verses a week or like one chapter a month or just something like that. That's like a specific thing that I'm going to do in order to get to the, so I get to the end of the year and I'm able to say, okay, I really grew in my knowledge and my love of scripture this year. Mm -hmm. You have to like clearly define what the goal is, because Mm -hmm. if you just say, well, I want to know more scripture, it's like when you get to halfway through the year, it's like, well, really, what's more scripture? I memorized one verse. That's more than I did last year. That's an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is great. But I think, you know, you got to be strategic about thinking where you want to go and try to measure those out and try to plan for it. Okay, so you mentioned it. A minute ago, you ask yourself the question, who am I trying to become? It's kind of daunting. Like, if you were to ask me that, ask me that right now. Ask it. Weston, what what type of person are you trying to become? See, you asked me that, and I have no idea how to answer that. It's kind of, like, overwhelming, because now I'm like, oh, goodness, I mean, I'm I'm pretty good the way I am. You know, do I really want to change anymore? You know, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty spiritual right now. (laughs) Just kidding. So people, spiritual. yeah, people know I'm like the least spiritual person out there, which is bad. <laughs> which is very, I think Robbie has to rebuke me and in my inappropriate jokes sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, my aunt told me the other day uh, I was over. This is a sidebar. I was over at her house, and she was like, she calls me by a nickname. A lot of you know my nickname, and I'm not saying it on here. Don't you dare say it, Robbie. Anyway, she called me. She's There's like, so Weston. Many of them. There's so many of them. Which one you're talking about? Uh, she was like, Weston. She goes, I listened to uh, you and Erica's podcast that she did about prayer. It was really good. She goes, if people only knew how not serious you are <laughs> in real life. I was like, wow. do, I act, do I act serious on this podcast? So I'm like, I'm going to really dumb it down from now on and just like be myself. <laughs> That's All right. That's Who your I, New Year's resolution. That's my New Year's resolution. Be myself this year. Is that year. tangible? Is that even measurable? That's so measurable. Okay, but yeah, yeah, for real though. For real. 
Okay. <laughs> For real. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to throw an office joke in there. I got to get back on track here. So you asked me, who do I want to become? And like the people, like you're listening to this right now and you're like, that's kind of hard to figure out because you're thinking about all these areas of your life. How do you break up the areas of your life? Like you got spiritual, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's what, fitness, health, however you want to break that up. Yeah, I mean, uh, I probably get way too into it. I mean, I love this kind of stuff. So I have like, I don't know, like 37 different areas. That Are you make, kidding not me? Not really. I have 10. Oh I have 10 areas I that I make been, goals in. I would have not but, been surprised. Yeah. Uh, I think about, yeah, spiritual growth. And I think breaking that down is helpful into like your word like prayer life um and then i also think about um What's friendships the, okay spiritual friendships i'm writing these down well i would good. say i kind of use the umbrella of like relational like so that would be friendships and mentors that kind of is a bucket i think about if you I, could just give me the five big ones robbie can you break sure. i know you look i know that's asking a lot we're going from 37 to five Spir- no. well, spiritual relational financial physical that five financial <laughs> friendships and relational was that two different ones no, no relational was i would the say relational one. is the bigger just put bucket. relationships yeah relationships sorry if i'm dumb in this well down if too you much say fear. relationships people think like oh yeah you know, yeah like romantic boyfriend girlfriend mm-hmm. relational which is obviously part of that right relational spiritual relational financial did you say fitness health physical physical <laughs> physical fitness yeah physical fitness they both start with an f <laughs> last one is that four um that's four yeah i mean i'm trying to think of how to summarize all these other ones because you i think you can uh, break this up however car- you want to though. like career like skills like just put work yeah i mean work but if like if you're a college student you know you're gonna be thinking like i think it's important to set like you know educational goals that kind of stuff but yeah however you want to think about that if you're a student maybe it's educational student but we at work and you definitely like for the college student i remember seeing like a graph or something on twitter and it was like the college student trying to balance every aspect of their life and it had all these areas it was like health finances friendships school work and it's, it's a crazy balance so it's really what's your life you know encompasses really but generally the big ones are spiritual relational financial physical and work slash school mm-hmm. let's do let's go with those those are good five and like you adjust these to what you want or mm-hmm. whatever work slash school yeah okay. i think inside of each one of those you can expand into you know one two three different areas okay now let's dive into your life you are the uh, open example for mm-hmm. these areas and feel free to adjust the names because i know you got your 37 there that you that you have down 10 10 okay so let's what are some goals that you have for this new year and do you look at it like a whole okay hold on before we even ask that let's back up why do you think it's important for us to establish goals obviously you know this is a a spiritual podcast and stuff but like you know we're talking about uh you know physical we're talking about health work school all these things are great i'm not trying to say like spiritual is more important than these things uh but did we just become a self-help podcast or like what's going on? <laughs> well, <laughs> why do you, why are you wanting to talk about this, Robbie? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think it does, it can, uh, whenever you start talking about like holistic growth, I think it can sometimes have a little bit of the self-help like 
flavor to it, which I don't think that it is at all. Cause I think legitimately biblically we can say that God cares about us holistically. Mm-hmm. Um, he obviously wants us to love him with everything that we are heart, soul, mind, and strength. So I think that kind of encompasses all those areas we were talking about. Um, but I think, you know, we, we want to be good stewards of what God has given us. And so whether that's our, the time, the talents that he's given us, um, the money that we have, like our treasure, um, our bodies, like our temples. I think, you know, when I think about my life, I want to be a good steward of everything that God's given me, um, in all of those areas. Um, and so that, I mean, everything that we've just talked about is an area. Um, I always joke around with, you know, the ELs, it's like tend your field. Uh, that's one of our core values is like tending our field. So I think every single person from God has been entrusted or given, um, like different areas, different fields. And mm-hmm. God calls us to like be faithful to tend all of those responsibilities well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think just being a, like a good steward and a, and a faithful, faithful to all that God has given us, um, to maximize our lives for his glory. Um, I've heard, you know, people talk about like having a holy ambition in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you can do that in every single area. Um, you know, yeah. of life. I definitely think it's good. Tend your field. What type of race is set before you? Uh, how do you want to live? Or as John Piper might say, the unwasted life. Because mm-hmm. um, I think it's easy for us to just really, especially for people that are in their 20s, like right now, and like you mentioned, the ELs, emerging leaders with downline, you kind of just float through your, you can easily just float through your 20s and just kind of go with the with the wind or go with the water with the motions and then you look up and now you have real responsibility in front of you mm-hmm. if you don't have it already if you and i call real like real responsibilities you know when you're on your own obviously but now it's more than just you potentially if you more than like are going to have a family one day like mm-hmm. now you have to provide it's not just you sleeping on people's couch anymore and you get to do whatever you want to i'm gonna have a rude awakening if that <laughs> happens one day <laughs> but anyway okay yeah. now moving forward so your goals do you look at it like okay obviously you set your goals for the year but then are you like looking at those within the months too like you're am i moving past this but you know you're no, taking it's any good. i mean if you really want me to nerd out on what i yeah, do oh, nerd process. out man <laughs> nerd out okay so i'll just lay it out so what i do is i have uh what i call i have 10 five-year dream statements and so the dream statement is uh five years in the future what do I want to be true of my life? So I'm thinking five years out. And then for each, at the beginning of each year, I set goals in all of those 10 areas. Usually it's like two or three in each area. Um, and then I, I try to use those to work towards that five-year dream statement. So the dream statement is what I want to become. And then each year I'm making goals in that area to try to move towards that you know, to march towards that end zone or whatever. Um, and so do, that's kind of how I think about it. Do you remember what your first five-year dream statement was? Because I want to see if you actually got to it. Uh, well, so the dream statement isn't, like, incredibly tangible. It's, like, not one of those measurable things, but okay. then you use measurable things. Like so, a, like, I'll give you an example. So, like, for we're me. We're really nerding out here. Yeah. I love it. Uh, you asked for it. Yeah. So, <laughs> for instance, like, the word is one of my, like the Bible is one of my areas. And so my five-year dream statement is I want to be a man who deeply and thoroughly knows and loves God's word. Typical. So, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, you, you don't know anything about that. You, you texted me earlier. You're like, hey, let's meet up before I'm getting in the war with a guy. And I think I texted you. I said, big Bible guy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you want to know what's really ironic is I actually forgot my Bible for that <laughs> meeting. So Hypocr- shows how uh, I'm doing in my dream statements, I Hip- guess. Hypocrite. So you but yeah, your- so that's my dream statement is I want to – basically, I want to thoroughly – grow in my knowledge and my love of the word of God. And so, you know, for this year I've been thinking about, um, I want to, I'm going to be doing a reading plan, um, which goes along with, um, I'm doing a devotional called new morning mercies by Paul David Tripp. Um, and he kind of has like a reading plan attached to that. Pretty sure everyone has that one. <laughs> it's good. I would recommend it so far. I'm four days in. What's it called again? New morning mercies. Paul David Tripp. I yeah, actually, I actually have good. it. <laughs> It's good. Um, and then I am going to be studying two books this year, like more in depth. So I'm going to study Titus and Zechariah um, this year. And then I want to memorize three new chapters of the Bible. So working on Romans 5 right now. And then the other ones are TBD. But <laughs> So I'll kind of like space those out throughout the year a little uh-huh. bit and just think about, okay, if I do all that, I think I will grow in my love and my knowledge of God's Word That's cool. over these next 12 months. That's a lot, too. Do you ever feel like, though, some people set too many goals? Because, like, how long have you been, like, to back up just briefly, mm-hmm. how long have you been kind of doing this? Obviously, it's probably you're wired like this, and you just love this stuff, and you nerd yeah. out over mm-hmm. it, like you said. Uh, but to someone else, this could be really overwhelming. Yeah. And, like, they're like, oh, my goodness, he's studying two books. You know, he's, like, yeah. he's discipling people. He's memorizing scripture. It's like, I don't even know the books of the Bible, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where do you recommend people start if this is overwhelming i mean we've got different categories you got spiritual financial physical like where can somebody like they're hearing this right out the gate obviously mm-hmm. they know they need to be productive with their life and get off the couch stop playing call of duty but to just you know they don't feel motivated but now they're listening to this they're like okay now i'm convicted and this you know how i've been using my time has been pretty wasteful a <laughs> majority of my time at least because yeah. i still waste a pretty good bit of my time oh, but me too okay so for the person that is just coming right out the gate. Like, where do you kind of start? So you're going to have to take your 37 areas and dumb it down a bit for us, Robbie. Yeah. Uh, no, that's good because, like you said, I do kind of nerd out on this stuff. I think everyone's obviously wired different. I'm kind of wired to enjoy this uh, kind of thing. But, I, I am too. I like it. Um, I mean, I think for most of us, no matter how we're wired, we probably think that we can do a lot more in the short term than we actually can. But we can probably also do more in the long term than we think we can. Like, I think you can probably do less in a day than you're than you're legitimately able to goals wise. That's true. But I bet you can do more in a year than you would ever think you could. You know? Yeah. So instead of saying like, I'm gonna memorize, you know, one verse every single day for this year, like that's a little bit daunting to think about. If you're like, you know, I'm gonna pray for an hour every single day. Like that's probably not attainable if you're not doing anything right now. So I would say just start out with some very attainable, simple, like measurable goals, like just a little bit to kind of start and just start like seeing that, um, seeing you like knock them out, kind of build a little confidence. And then as you build up, like you're going to do more. If you stick to it, you're going to do more that year than you probably ever thought you could. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, instead of saying, you know, I'm going to memorize a verse every single day. Maybe just say like, Hey, I want to memorize one verse every week. And like, man, if you did that, I feel like that's pretty attainable for everyone. Like mm-hmm. I know that's attainable. Um, if you stuck with it, but you'd get to the end of 2021, whatever year we're going into. And, uh, you'd have 52 verses memorized. Like that's 
pretty awesome to memorize 50 verses over this next year. Um, so even though that may not sound as like incredible as, you know, one verse every day, 365, you know, verses or whatever, but if you can do, you know, one a week attainable, you're still going to have 50 verses memorized rather than, you know, trying to do one a day. You maybe do that for like four days and then you kind of give up because you didn't, you know, you missed two or three days then you'd probably only, you know, you'd probably get to the end of next year and have like, you know, 11 verses memorized or something. You just said one verse a week and how that's attainable. And I'm just sitting here. I'm like, well, there goes Netflix for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's a good thing. That's a joke. <laughs> that's a joke. I'm on blacklist now. I can't get rid of that. Mm. So you just talked about when it's kind of overwhelming for people where to start. Now... What are some things that you're doing this year? Share with us your goals so we can look into your life for a little second. You oh. probably can't share like all of them, but some of the ones you can't share, humor us. Yeah, I mean, I try to mix it up and do some serious ones, do some, you know, just all those areas. Like Set some things. examples for us. Um, okay, so let me look at this. Um, so I always have uh, goals for books I want to read. Like I think that's a good way to develop and hear from a lot of different people, like get mentored by people you've never even met, um, all those sorts of things. You know, you'll probably hear, you could look up tons of quotes on why reading is important. Um, leaders are readers. But I'm a believer. Readers so, are leaders. Um, but uh, so I always try to set out some goals for books that I want to read. So I'm going to try to read two books a month at this point um, and just really just mix it up uh, in those. I'm reading a book called My Glorious Brothers right now, which is just kind of a novel about the Maccabees uh, life. Um, and then I'll read like a missionary biography, I think, next in January. And then I'll read some development books, um, like on teaching, preaching, that kind of thing, uh, maybe some theology stuff. So I'll just try to pick out at least two books a month. Um, I feel like that's pretty uh, good for me, like a pretty good pace. Mm -hmm. Um I want to, let's see, um, stick to my budget is a Ooh. goal, uh, which isn't quite as measurable, but the budget itself is measurable. So between me and my wife, we have a budget. So trying to stick to that. Um, and that also entails like some savings. Yeah, that's kind of, you know, financially. Um, if you have any questions about finances, just Google Dave Ramsey and uh, mm -hmm. how to create a budget. Boom. There you go. Um. I want to have some uh, some physical fitness goals. Okay. Uh, there, I, I don't know. I'm still working on these two. But you just don't want to say them. It's okay. I want to run a 10K this year, oh, like, a, cool. like an actual race of a 10K. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be good. Um, I also want to do a muscle-up for the first time, like pull-ups. Um, that would actually be a good just That's me. just like a funny thing that I've always wanted to do. So Some people are like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, you can look it up. Yeah, Google muscle-up. Um, <laughs> Imagine Robbie trying to do one. And then some, sometimes I just have like bucket list type stuff that I want to do in life. It's mm. just like totally for fun, like travel or, somewhere. Yeah. So right, like right now, uh, killing an elk is on my bucket list. Oh, cool. So hopefully that'll happen this year. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, it's just whenever I can make that happen. Um, and I could see where this would sound like super extra, you know, like, oh really yeah. Writing all this out every year. But like, if you <laughs> If you don't like 
shoot for it, you're gonna miss it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. with this, how life is, and you just keep going day to day when you don't take a step back and mm-hmm. take a thousand foot view of just the year. And it's hard for me to even break up a year because, like, how semesters and stuff run. I'm still, like, on school mindset, so I'm, like, running more like. Yeah, me too. Especially with downline stuff. You know, you got classes that run that way, so. I graduated from college in 2010, and my life still, I still feel like it runs off semesters and, like, summer and stuff. So I never really grew out of that. (laughs) Well, especially kids growing up and everything, too. Yeah. You're going to get back on it. Yeah. I mean, I kind of think about this as kind of a dumb analogy, but I think it's, it's fitting. Like, if your life is an arrow... I think far too many people shoot their their arrow at a target and then they walk up and wherever the arrow lands they draw a bullseye around it and they're like all right good you know cool I'm I you know had a good life mm-hmm. or whatever but I want to think about life as I want to draw the bullseye and say okay I want that bullseye to be everything that God has in store for me as a godly you know man husband father um all those things, all the areas that we talked about. So I want to draw the bullseye and then do everything in my power to like hit the bullseye with the arrow, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't, you know, it's a pretty big mindset shift that I want to help people have is like thinking strategically about their life and, and asking the question first and then seeking to get there rather than just kind of going with the flow, wherever life takes you. Right. Because then you find yourself and mm, this isn't like, you know, like coveting. You look at somebody and see what else somebody has, but like you look at somebody's life, you're like, Oh, that'd be cool to do. It's like, I mean, you could do that, you know, like whether it's learn something new or like something totally out of the ballpark that you like did not grow up with as a kid or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't have a bike as a kid. My brother had a bike. Mom hit it with a car. I didn't have a bike (laughs) after that. Everybody else had a bike, had a four wheeler. That was a mistake. But, and I didn't ride a bike for like 50 yards for the first time until like, I think three years ago. And I was like, oh, this ain't that hard. Wow. This was July the 4th, Cape May, New Jersey. Went to film a wedding up there. I'm riding this bike down uh, the boardwalk. I only hit three people. And I was like, this ain't that bad. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> just like riding a bike, right? Like, Even if you've never done it before. <laughs> okay. So moving forward as we start landing the plane here, let's talk about barriers and facilitators. Wow. To, yeah, those are, I think I gave a, a PowerPoint some presentation in business school and I use those two big words. They stuck with me, in my mm-hmm. vocabulary. That's a goal for me. Better vocabulary. Not very tangible, but that's okay. There you go. So barriers and facilitators. I take a, I think of two things. Mm-hmm. One example for barrier would be obviously distractions. Yep. That just eat at your time. This goes like to stewarding your time and making, you know, good use of your time and all these other things. Yeah, it's hard because we're filled with distractions nowadays. Like when's the last time you just sat at a wall and you're bored? Well, it's probably not the best question to ask because everybody's been in quarantine lately. And so they, they probably had a moment like that. I said I was with my thoughts too much and I learned too much about myself in quarantine. That's why I was bad. So barriers, distractions. And then I would say one of the facilitators to this, other than some of the stuff we just talked about, would be like accountability. Yeah. You know, bringing somebody along. I mean, you don't have to have like a a goal partner or anything like that. Like, hey, you know, help me do my goals or whatever. But just like a friend, it's like whatever thing you know like because i have different friends that go to the gym so like that section of my life and like the gym that i'm at you know i want you to help me do my muscle up i want to work to that i want to work to get in this certain amount of weight i want to be able to like actually actually do my body weight on a bench press you know that would be nice there you go so things like that and then like you it's like what 135 shut your mouth oh okay Uh, i weigh 145 soaking wet with rocks (laughs) in my pockets i don't want to hear 145 sorry yeah exactly that's a good goal and then you shut up. And then you have uh, measurable, <laughs> measurable. 
And then you have like people, you know, in your spiritual walk, like maybe you're getting in the word with during the week. And that's where like the scripture memory comes. It's like, hey, you know, me and you do this, even though you never memorize the scripture. I'm always ready with it. You know how that is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. accountability, but like distractions. What can you speak to about distractions when like trying to actually accomplish your goals? Because I think about one, Mm -hmm. like trying to read or whatever. I really need to limit my Netflix consumption. <laughs> yeah, I mean, distractions are everywhere. You don't have to try to find them. They find you. Um, Ooh, mic drop. Yeah, I mean, and I think barriers. Yeah, I guess when I think about other barriers, I mean, a big one for most people, I would say, is this is going to sound funny, but like if you don't even even ever sit down and think about them and write them down like that itself is a barrier just to development. So that would be like assuming that you've actually sat down and written these things out, thought through them. Um, I would say one of the biggest barriers for me too, is just not keeping the goals in front of me. So I do really well, like in January, maybe February. And then sometimes I'll like kind of not put it in front of me for a while. And so I'll kind of like drift cause I think, Oh, I have a whole year to accomplish these goals. And I'll kind of drift, you know, in, in the spring and summer sometimes and then have to, like, buckle down again. Um, but just keeping in front of them, keeping them in front of you consistently, um, whether that's, like, you know, just taping them up to your mirror somewhere, like just what you want to be doing every day or every week or something like that. Keeping them in front of you, um, having accountability is obviously, yeah, like you talked about. Um, but, yeah, I think it's good just to, like, give your goals to somebody just so that you, like, when you say something out loud, it becomes real. Mm. Um, and then that other part of our brain kicks in where we don't want to let other people down. And so we're, like, going to do it just because if that person asks us, oh, you know, have you, you know, run that 10K or have you memorized, you know, this verse or whatever, like, mm-hmm. then that peer accountability kicks in. So those are big, just keeping them in front of you um, for yourself and having other people do that. Like you said, that accountability is huge. And the last thing I can add about like distractions, social media, like we know, I mean, the social dilemma came out on Netflix. So if you've watched that, you know, everyone's deleted their Instagram for a week and we redownloaded it. Mm -hmm. But like for real, like, you know, you look at your screen time. We all know the statistics. We know what we're doing. We're wasting our time. We're always grabbing our phones or thinking it. We got a text and we didn't. So all these things. And so, you know, if you have an iPhone, you Android people, I mean, good luck. But, you know, if you have an iPhone, you have the screen time where you can actually put in passwords to prevent use, a certain amount of use time or whatever for like a specific Mm -hmm. app or whatever. So I put like the only social media I have on my phone is Instagram app. So I can actually post these podcast little things or whatever. And so right now there's an eight minute cap on it and you have the password to it i do <laughs> which helps changing that without me which honestly helps with you know all sorts of things time wasting like temptation like all these things it's like dang i literally can't get into this app anymore mm-hmm. i honestly need to change it to five minutes because eight minutes is too long because i'm just sitting there scrolling or whatever and it's giving me too much of a taste for it so that's literally what i do so take that as you wish but it's been like super helpful because like if you find yourself Mm -hmm. it's almost like i'm trying to find myself where i don't have something just to do you know when you come into the house and you sit there and like i can either go to my phone or i can go to netflix or the tv but like if those things weren't there i think even if you know chip and joanna Gaines, if y'all know those people like i mean waco texas how do you not know them um they don't even have a tv in their house with their kids which is kind of i didn't know yeah which is kind of crazy and like you like if you would have told me that three years ago i'm like huh have fun with that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but if you really think about it 
for like really what matters that really pushes you to be more creative like for them like how they spend time with their kids or it would I would probably be reading a few more books or actually like spending time with friends rather than instead of just watching one Netflix show for 45 minutes there goes three and then next mm-hmm. thing oh, I'm just tired I want to go in the bed you know there's nothing wrong with relaxing or like resting and stuff but and I'm not telling people to do anything but like you know you have the race set before you and you can see how you're wasting your time. And if you want to waste your time, you're like, you know what? I'm fine with this. Be my guest. But like, that's something I've been kind of convicted by lately. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think we all have those, especially, I mean, you mentioned it, but especially in quarantine, we've all reached that point where it's like, okay, I'm bored. What am I, what am I going to do? And honestly, I think setting some goals like allows us to have, cause we're just going to gravitate towards comfort, right? Easy things, something that's right there in front of us. Um, but if you can like train yourself to think, okay, what do I, I, you know, I don't have anything I need to be doing right now. If you can just even implement a few things like, okay, maybe instead of watching this show, I'll, you know, look at my scripture memory card or I'll read this book for 10 minutes. If you can just start doing that, I think you kind of like see the benefits of it slowly. And then you're like, oh, I have something better I can do with my time than just like watch something you know, whatever's on or whatever. And it's definitely easier to ride the wave of, wave of momentum throughout the day. Cause if I'm in mm-hmm. quarantine and all I have to do that day is make my bed and that's it. It's a whole lot easier to make my bed on a day where I have 20 things to do rather than nothing to do. Cause mm-hmm. I just, I come in there, I'm like, well, I'll just do it later. Procrastination. And then like, well, you know what? It's three o'clock. I'm going to get in my bed in like seven hours. Like who cares at this point versus like, you know, I mean, you can use any example other than making your bed, like working out or like, you know, coming home, folding the clothes or eating better. It's a whole lot easier for me to eat better after I worked out that day mm-hmm. and just riding that wave of like momentum. Yeah. And just having like, try to pick out a few things that you're going to do every single day and then just don't go to bed until you've, you've done them. You know, I think is it another good way to think about it? Just like, and then that, that's just training yourself to like do like you mentioned you know making your bed working out maybe it's um you know reading your bible every day maybe it's um you know whatever it is like just pick out a few things like just have three or four things that you do every day regardless and you're going to find yourself using a lot like your time way more effectively i think than you would otherwise for sure so robbie uh, as we bring this podcast to a close what's next for the listeners what are the next steps for them it might be pretty obvious but uh well i mean i would say you, you definitely don't have to like go total nerd mode like i do on this stuff but uh i would say take those five areas of life sit down think about okay where do i want to be december 31st of 2021 a year from now um and then make a few goals in each of those areas um just to try to become that type of person um and really just ask like hey you know God, what, what do you want me to become in these areas? Like, how can I honor you with my financial life? How can I honor you with my spiritual life? The way I use my time, um, my work, my career, my education, um, my physical fitness, how can I honor you with this? What's that going to look like this year? And then try to just make like two or three specific goals in each of those areas. Um, write them down, share them with someone. Um, and then just try to do a few things, uh, every single day to try to accomplish them. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. That's good. And if I could say one last thing to that, uh, I want to think about the five areas that we talked about, spiritual, relational, financial, physical, and work slash school. You want to create goals and to steward these things correctly so they do not consume you. 
when you start setting out for goals and like, oh, I want to work out and, you know, get this, this get this body of a goddess and all or a god or whatever and eat better and get like super shredded, like that can easily become your god. Mm-hmm. But like the mindset is to come to and like, I want to handle these things now so they don't handle me in the future. Because uh, like we mentioned it before we talked, like, you know, finances, physical, fitness, like all these things are not urgent right now. They're important. I mean, we all agree they're important, but they don't become urgent until it's like an emergency. Mm-hmm. And maybe you end up having, you know, triple bypass surgery because you eat all these cheeseburger all the time and you're not eating enough vegetables or so like there's a ton of examples. So don't let them become your God. Just you want to just take care of your, what'd you say? Tend your field. Mm-hmm. So that's a good word, Robbie. Yep. There's a big difference in trying to just be healthy and trying to be an Instagram model. So I mean, have no one's for me. good. One's probably an <laughs> idol. So, well, Robbie, you got anything else you want to say, man? No, I think that's it. Well, Robbie, thanks for coming on again. We'll have Robbie on a few more episodes. You'll, you'll start to see him more regularly on the show, unfortunately, because we can't find better talent. So, I'm going to call the talent agency next week, and if you have anybody else we should get on here, hit me up. Not on social media because it's not on my phone, so shoot me a text, email us. I'm not throwing that on here publicly, but you can get it from somebody else. So (laughs) thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. We're out.